Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. This is your host, Daryl and Donna Barber, and we're so glad that you're joining us today. Today is Tuesday, April the 4th, 2023. And it's almost your birthday. Almost. It's my birthday all month. <laughs> it's your birthday all month. We're so <laughs> thankful that you're tuning in with us. Uh, the last few podcasts that you have listened to uh, were pre-recorded. We have been on a little uh, excursion. A little? <laughs> well... We've been on an adventure. We had the the grand opportunity and the blessing to visit some incredible places. Uh, It's so incredible that we got to see them and walk the streets of Ephesus and to be in uh, Turkey and, you know, be in Istanbul. We went to Jerusalem. There's just so many places. The Isle of Patmos. The Isle of Patmos. There were so many things. Yes. So Jerusalem, Israel. Jerusalem was. Tel Aviv, Israel. All of them were incredible. And um, I just, I'm still blown away at some of the things that we learned while we were there. And it was uh, listening to, you know, our podcast that we had uh, that was that aired yesterday. We actually experienced some of the exact same things that we talked about before that we pre-recorded uh, for our listening audience. So uh, excuse us if we are just a little excited about some things that we are sharing with you now. We are still learning about the discerning of spirits and. Um, we had such a, a wonderful opportunity on this trip that we just came off of to um, experience that discerning and being able to, you know, pray over people and uh, the the God connections that we made. This it just blows my mind. It is. It's amazing. Just the way the Spirit of the Lord works and everything. I tell you, one of my biggest takeaways from, especially being in Israel. And I had the opportunity to speak with Muslims. I got to speak with people that were Jews yes. and just talk about the Word of God. And most most every trip we did, every tour we would go out for, we usually had a Muslim bus driver and we had a Jewish tour guide. Tour guide. You know? Yeah. And so one of the things I saw in that whole thing is how uh, how different the news portrays some of those things to be, you know, because they work together as Jews and Muslims and what's going on there. Not saying they don't have issues. Right. But right. but they do learn, you know, they've learned obviously uh, to work together and the things that they're doing there. But I tell you one of the greatest takeaways to me with that is that I think it's in first Corinthians or second Corinthians, I can't remember where right now, chapter three, where it talks about that there is a veil still over their face, face. even to this day. And we saw it. And some of the conversations I had with some of the Jews Mm. that were there and everything, I mean, listen, they don't believe Jesus the Messiah. They told us straight out that we're still looking for the Messiah to come. They don't even validate the New Covenant Scriptures as being authentic from being from God. They, They say only the Old Covenant is the you know the scriptures of the Old Testament are the only reliable scriptures they are, and then they'll turn around in the tour <laughs> in and the tour. quote New Testament scriptures, <laughs> showing us all the things that, that shows you the power of money. Yeah, you well, know, because they're making money off these Christians that are coming, coming. for the tours and all this stuff. Yes. Quoting New Testament scriptures, but then on the other side of the mouth, they're saying they're not valid. You know, so. And that was just in some personal talk that we had with them. But, you know, one of the things um, that I I thought about, because we have been talking so much about 
the discerning of spirits and knowing, and, and I'm getting ahead of our notes, and we'll kind of backtrack, but uh, one of the things that I thought about is that we were going to share is the part where Barnabas had such a discernment about the real change uh, that had taken place with Saul, who they who later on became known as the Apostle Paul. I know I'm jumping ahead in our scripture a little bit. We'll go back up to that other one in a second, but you know that just really played out in front of us because that's what we were praying after meeting some of these uh, tour guides who were. Yeah, you know, well, like the one that I know you're thinking of the one Jewish guy that we we had there for the whole day, and just in our private talk with him, he's telling us Jesus was not the Messiah. Yeah, my my rabbi will let me know when he's coming, and I was sitting there thinking, oh my gosh! But you know, Barnabas had to be the one because Saul wanted to join himself to the disciples, but in the in Jerusalem, but they were afraid of him. He had a reputation. He had a reputation, but Barnabas had the discernment within him, within him to say, "No, no, no. There has been a real life change." And so I, you know, so he went to the defense for him. So I just thought that was good. But I know we kind of wanted to look at something out of Acts sixteen today before we moved on. Well, I, I really before you started, I really want to just get everybody back on track again because. Uh, you know, we're talking about the purpose of the gift of discernment. And really what that purpose we talked about is, is we get that gift of discernment because what it will do is protect, it will guard us, it will guide us, it removes confusion, it brings deliverance, it exposes error, error, and it also discerns motives that's in people because you can see some of the things are not always the way they appear to be. And, uh, and there's a story I'm going to read out of the Amplified Bible in Acts chapter 16. Uh, I'm going to begin in verse 16 and read through verse 18. But it says this, As we were on our way to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who was possessed by a spirit of divination, claiming to foretell future events and to discover hidden knowledge, and she brought her owners much gain by her fortune-telling. She kept following Paul and the rest of us shouting loudly, These men are the servants of the Most High God. <laughs> you can they announced <laughs> to you the way of salvation. And she did this for many days. And then Paul, being sorely annoyed, he got tired of it. <laughs> and worn out, he turned and said to the spirit within her, I charge you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very moment. And we, we're not going to do all the reading in this story, but when those that owned her and saw that their means of making money using her were gone, that's where they ended up causing a big riot and yes, stuff over everything yes. Paul and them were doing. But, but you know what? You can discern something. I mean, here, I mean, she's doing exactly what Paul and them want people to do is start believing in Jesus. But they saw through discernment, that it was a bad spirit. It was a horrible spirit working out of her, and they cast that spirit out. Well, think about it. It said that, you know, in that well, she was shouting loudly. So basically, she was actually bringing the, the attention to herself. Like she was, you know, like she was somebody coming in to announce who these people are. And that is not the heart and the spirit of God. That And that's why, you know, I try to tell people all the time, you know, these apostles were not 
walking around anything other than just humility, just doing the will and the purpose of God. And, you know, so this is, we got two contrasting stories here. And the story that I just told about with, with the Apostle Paul, it was discerning that, yes, this is the right spirit that is in, is in Paul now, Barnabas is saying. And then we have, on the other hand, the contrasting story where here, this spirit that was working within her was not of the Lord. So there's two, that's two let, really good examples in Let scripture. me bring a contrasting thought in this because my mind went back to Mark chapter 5 with the demoniac that was at the tombs. Because when Jesus first came up, the demoniac ran out to Jesus to worship him. Yes. He was possessed. I mean, you know, he had a spirit Jesus had to deal with and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I kind of look at that with this scripture here because even evil spirits recognize who the Son of God is. I'm going to have to stop on that for right now, but I want to come back to that tomorrow and just speak a little bit more on that because the Lord was just in the middle of this started speaking something to me on it. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, everyone, please tune back in with us tomorrow. We so appreciate you and have a wonderful, fantastic Tuesday.